I think some people get really caught up in this like idea of perfection and it's actually very stifling and it's like just make work. Hello and welcome to the Now Then podcast. In this conversation, we speak to producing duo Katie Lambert and Martha McGurk, aka Mr. Mr. Films. We discuss their journey as producers, developing talent, and the value of surrounding yourself with the right people. Hope you enjoy. Now then, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us on. We did request to be on. <laughs> yeah, so you emailed us. Oh, bullied us. <laughs> That was actually Katie. That Katie that. and Martha. Yeah. We but, were, but what was the incentive there? I think oh, there was an incentive. Oh, there was a really specific, guys. very specific incentive. We were on a shameless press uh, press campaign to get nominated for best producer at the NBAs, but hasn't worked out. Didn't really work out for us. So <laughs> I don't know why we're we bothering start. now. To be honest, this can be for next year. We can start a smear campaign for next year. Not a smear campaign, Martha. Sorry. The opposite. <laughs> no, against other people. Oh, you okay. anyone else we can think of? Like, let's, let's email these these two blokes. <laughs> See if they can help us out. See if they can help us out. <laughs> These two idiot northerners doing this little weird podcast. Yeah, I quickly realise we can't. Yeah. Can you well, change you were any so slow. You're so slow coming back to us. I know, was yeah. I? Was you I know, slow? If we had done this before, maybe we'd be having a very different conversation. <laughs> I don't know if you know, they were very busy directors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know, very successful producers. So between <laughs> us, it's amazing we found the time. Wait, yeah. what is this? We, we could, you know, this is a collaboration now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're on something. Yeah, maybe. You know? Do you want to join, join, join up? Join, join forces. To be fair, everyone asks if me, if me and Ozzy are a duo director. Yeah. Partner. Yeah. Well, and they're like, oh, you guys never directed before. I'm like, no, our egos are too big. We can't do it. <laughs> How do you think it would work? You know, what would happen if it was the two of you? <sighs> I think back in the day, it'd be really horrible because, you know, I think... Well, in, you get irritated with me on set. Well, it's like younger you directors. When you're younger, you f- you're always looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I always think I'm always like, "Who's that? Who's the, what are they doing?" Uh, no, I'm going to keep this information to yourself. And I think now, doing it more, you kind of just get a bit like. And from why we're doing the podcast, just being more like, "Well, who cares? Everyone's got your own voice. Give as much information as you can, and collaborate yeah. when you feel like it's really you want to collaborate." Yeah. But yeah. Apart from that. Yeah, you'd be the one person I probably would have on set, actually. Yeah, yeah. me too with you. But that's that trust has grown over time. Anyway, hey, let's <gasps> let's crack on. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying that. It's quite a nice flow, you um, know. Um, yeah, so so for anyone who doesn't know who Mr. Mr. No, I can't films, think who that would be. <laughs> we can skip that bit. <laughs> anyone who doesn't know who you guys are. You can jump ahead. Because you know what it was? When I first um, saw you guys doing it, I was like, oh, is it just producing or is it a production company? I, I actually, but then it's kind of like a hybrid, isn't it? Yeah, no one really understands yeah, because it's incredibly unclear. And I think, do we understand? No. no. Uh, what do we do? So we work as a production company. So we run things through ourselves, but we have no roster and we have no reps. So basically, like, if you're a freelance director or we often work with American companies. Mm. So someone else gets the job, basically, and then we'll make it. We don't do any sales or anything like that. Yeah, we do, it's like a normal one, just with no sales. Cutting out the dirty work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, can't be doing that, touting ourselves around town. Um, so we do that. And then we also freelance for other companies, just in a normal way that any producer would. So mm. Pretty Bird or whatever, you know. Yeah. Usually, Are you available? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Usually individually, but sometimes as a team. 
oh, for right. like some so you, you so you do proofs separately as well it doesn't have to be because oh, in no, my no. head I was like oh would someone would it be like one person would produce one person would pm and then you'd flip it no. or do you know what I mean because I yeah. always feel like those two roles are very intertwined sometimes I know that you do different yeah. bits but no no it's it's always as always as Mr. Mister, so it would always be credited, produced by Mr. Mister, but usually it's me or Martha. Right. It's not, also like, yeah, so it's one of us and then we hire like a freelance PM. We don't PM. Right, got you. Certainly not me. <laughs> no, I'm Can just you not, imagine? I can't, no, i literally not organised enough. <laughs> if I would, I could. And, and where did the name come from then? Oh, we always disagree about this. We say it's always quite lame. We are like, you know, we've always been working for the man and now working for ourselves, Mr. Mr. And then also Katie's mum sung her a childhood song, which, which you'll is, sing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's like, I don't know where it's from, probably from like a shit musical, but it goes like, God help the mister that sing comes it, between. Katie. God help the mister that comes, comes between me and my sister. sister. <laughs> Anchor. <laughs> so it was about like, in my mind, it was like linked to sisterhood because mm. it rhymes. Mm. Oh, <laughs> we were going to oh. have a jazzy logo. It was like God help the sister, but then it all became a little bit religious. So we right. decided to scrap that. But at the time, I still it, love it. You still like it, yeah? At the time, it seemed great. I want to see it. Oh, did like did you get hands? a mock up and everything? Not yet. No. 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 I like your logo. I think it's great. Yeah, thank you. That yeah, took a long time too. to get yeah. there. We started with something incredibly similar. Spoke about it for six months and then did the same thing pretty much. But I think it's nice. Yeah. It's good. Oh, yeah, I love it. Thank you. Um, so now I kind of like how you two, how, how it came about, because were you two at a similar company? How did you two, what's your individual journeys, I guess? So Martha, I guess we'll start with you. Thank you. Um, I prefer that. <laughs> Sorry, pleasure to the mic. Um, I started, I used to live with um, Nick Morris and Soraha Bacon, and Nick was dating Ali Kerr, who was a director, a friend, and started making music videos. And we all just kind of started making music videos together. And then Ali was signed a friend. And we just kind of started making bigger things. I was doing a lot with Sora at the time. And we, we knew of Katie, because she was already a hot shot on the scene. I think we both both fancied her loads, and that was it. <laughs> it's nice to have a fan. It's nice to have a fan, isn't it? And I, I think I was doing a... Um, I was actually doing a job with... Which I fan. <laughs> You got me, mate. You got a fan. You got, got, got three well. right here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Craig. It's fine. You got three fans right here. Yeah. Um, and then I actually remember the day Katie emailed me because I was sitting with Nick Hayes. I think I was uh, PMing for him for like a Georgia Smith video or something. We were sitting in this cafe, like stressing out about something. And then I got an email pop into my inbox that was so nice. It was from Katie being like, you know, I've like seen your work. I think I'm a, you know, love to work with you I think you're making really lovely videos it was so sweet and like quite long and lovely asking if I'd come on board and do this uh Coltrane video with Felix Brady and I was like oh super chuffed I turned my computer around to show Nick Hayes and be like oh I got this really nice email from Katie and I, this is a true story he got like a little ding in his inbox it's the same email exactly the same just with the name Martha replaced with Nick and I was like that's my little <laughs> thing is <laughs> so I was like I he literally was like I mean, it was really funny, but he was like, ha ha. <laughs> the thing is, Martha, you were both making very good videos, like, be fair. Be fair, yeah. <laughs> and you're working true. off in the same videos. <laughs> How many people did you send that email to? It's hard to find producers. <laughs> it's, 25 it's, emails to send. It's hard to find producers for low-budget videos, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was, let's just say it worked out. It worked so. out. <laughs> so did you and Nick stitch, stitch her up? Uh, did, did what? Did, did you Nick? stitch her up? 
Uh, I mean, I think, did I tell you? I don't know. I think Nick thought it was quite funny. I think Nick was like, I'm not doing that. It's funny <laughs> if you both sent the same email, like exactly written the same, just like that changed been, the bottom. That would have been funny. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Um, but, but yeah, did I answer your question fully? I think actually I started, I went to film school, I went to Met Film School originally, and it was on like the Ealing Studios lot. And there was a company next door. I actually did very little at film school. I just had a lovely time. But um, there was Andy Circus's company that was right next door. It's called the Imaginarium. They do like the uh, motion mocap oh, yeah. stuff. Like he's the guy yeah. that plays Gollum. And I had some friends who uh, worked for him doing that reference camera. And weirdly, I ended up doing that too. So I'd spend most of my time like in the volume at Imaginarium, like filming people oh. covered in the dots running around, uh, which was really fun. And then I'm doing, ended up doing... Um, What's it called? Jungle Book with them for oh, like cool. three weeks at Warner Brothers, which was so fun. But I had like no experience. I'd just be running around in the jungle, like laying cables. And but you know you're tech then. So now I'm incredibly techy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then you then went over. Then I started the making side. videos, then met Katie and then. Yeah. Right. So I've been, at, I think it was one of my first videos at Stink. It wasn't the first, but it was like. It very was, early. Thought, we tell people it was the first. Maybe it's not true because we'd done Young Bane. Oh, they were, they were all in the same... Young Bane was uh, after. Oh, that's true. But they were in the same block. That's true. Um, yeah, and I actually had heard... You know, it's such a small industry, isn't it? With music video, like producers and directors. So I really had heard of Martha. And I know that... I remember when I was at Agile and you were doing the Laura Marling stuff. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I like... And that, hence the email. But we had met. We'd met at the MVAs before then. It's true. Uh, I stole Martha's shoes because I needed to collect a, an award <laughs> and I was wearing really inappropriate shoes mm. and I was like, I'm just going to fall over. Like I can't. And, and I saw Martha like across, like across the room and I like remember looking at her feet being like, they look small. <laughs> <laughs> and then she lent me her shoes to go on stage. That's true. Oh, I wondered why you walk was so nice. funny when I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> My feet are tiny. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. That's... So what about you, Katie? What's, what's your route? Um, what should I do? I I ran a theatre company at uni and I was really snobby and I was really like, I want to make art. Theatre. Theatre is art. Uh, and then I came to London. I just had like no money. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, and a friend of a friend got me a job as like a PA at a um, commercial production company called Tomboy. They're pretty small. There's only like five people in the office. Uh, and I was like the receptionist slash PA and then I met on shoot a camera assistant called Ben Waring who I thought was like lovely and he wanted to be a DP and then he was like oh I've got this friend called Tom who's Thomas James and he wants to be a director and I was like well fuck it I'm not doing anything else like I'm so bored and because because uh I could Basically, I could use all the Tomboy accounts with their with their permission, actually, which was really good of them to book cameras and stuff. So it was just like suddenly it was really easy. So I started making videos with like me, me, Ben and Tom. And they were all like less than three grand, just, like just just tiny, tiny things and just running around. And then I just I don't know. Music videos are so small. And I think I emailed Jocelyn Gabriel and Sarah Boardman, no, actually it wasn't Sarah Boardman at the time, it was just Joss, because uh, I saw her name on all these videos. I was looking on Primo News and I kept mm. seeing her name as like the rep. And if I'm honest, I probably, it's because I was trying to get Tom work. But anyway, I met with her and she was like, God, we're desperate. Everyone's desperate for good music video producers. Like it's, it's constantly desperate. 
And I was a bit like, yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, if you just knew one EP at like a big company, you'd be fine. Like, and I was a bit like, great, cool. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, like sure. <laughs> well, no. And then Sarah Borman like walked into the cafe and she was like, so I wanted to introduce you to my friend Sarah, who at the time was at Riff Raff. And they basically were like, do a video for us. I lied about my budget. Like I was like, oh, I've done 20 grand budget. <laughs> so scale of economy I'll be fine uh I was not fine <laughs> but and then Sarah just was like if you're any good like just leave leave tomboy I was being paid like no money as well it's like just leave you'll never look back and I did I left that week and I did like a nothing but thieves video with Ivana Bobic and had like a panic attack on my bathroom floor because <laughs> yeah. turns out it is, it is quite hard <laughs> but yeah that was it and then I worked I was freelancing for a while and then I went in as head of music at Agile um which was great and then I moved to Stink and then I met Martha so is that is that right you guys did you you guys are a big kind of like um had big input in starting Stink Rising Katie started Stink Rising because yeah. uh, Stink didn't really make music videos before. Obviously, they have—I mean, they have amazing directors that now and again will do a video, but it wasn't kind of part of their like remit, really. Um, and then you'd already been there for like a year, I suppose, before. Maybe well, not. Quite when when they hired me, it was like for the specific purpose to do that. Yeah. They they wanted they'd seen what had happened at Agile because a lot of the directors there had gone had done really well, and they were like, "We need new talent. We need this." So it wasn't called that. For a moment, it was called the Stinkubator. <laughs> it sounds like it was rubbish. <laughs> um, so but that was always the... I think every production company wants that, right? Yeah. Like just a really strong new talent arm. Yeah. Like that's it. That's all it is. Uh, so we were like building it for a year and then we launched it a year later. But Martha, you were a huge part of that. I don't think it was just me. It was both yeah. of us. We just did a... It was, it was like an exciting time. It was fun. Like the Stink Gang... They were very supportive, but also kind of left us to our own devices, which was which was great. So yeah. obviously we were in the office, but kind of just doing all these mad, silly, low budget videos. Or and I think our head of production would often be like, "Are you guys okay? What are you doing?" Like, there's one. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> there was one thing. I think it was like maybe the third video with Felix. He was just doing back to back videos, and it was like this crazy video for this French like rap artist or French, you know, Angular Yip. Yeah, I don't even know what you'd call their music, but um. We we basically found, I don't even know how we found the service company in Kazakhstan and basically paid them like five grand to go and do this video there. <laughs> I, think, I think I emailed Andrew like asking him how much money was legal to fly to Kazakhstan with and he was like... We had to pay him in cash. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, maybe we should have a quick meeting before you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> we're like just <laughs> stuffing cash into Martha's bag being yeah. like, we'll be back, we're going to Kazakhstan. Andrew was like, actually just hold on one second, let's just have a quick chat about it. But um, they were very supportive and... Yeah, it was great. It was just like a fun, it was like a lovely time, to be honest. It's, it's crazy, the of a company of that, I can't remember how, I guess they were pretty big anyway. Oh, they're but huge. The, but giving you um, that sense of responsibility mm. and trusting you, not only to head like a new department, but like um, helping talent grow, mm. which mm. I think is such a important thing for production companies, which sometimes yeah. don't get it right. Sometimes they'll get, a new hot director in yeah. and not be able to develop them in a way or they've got them and then they'll sit on a roster which happens all the time mm -hmm. so for someone to get you guys in and trust you to do that and do it well yeah. so you guys must I don't know is there is there, is there a model or a plan you feel like you do for directors when they come in or you find a new director do you look at their work and go okay well if this were the music video you could 
you know, because it's all about moving into that commercial space, isn't it? So mm. people actually earn a living from what they're doing. I th- I think um, uh, the big thing uh, we always pushed, and the people who have been successful, I would say that I've worked with in my career, it's 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 really quantity. It's like working. It's like just do everything. We were like, let's just again. If you're later in your career, then of course you should be choosy. But when you're like trying to launch someone or break in, like with Felix, like he would do everything. Mm. We would do everything. Owen Glaster is the same. Georgia Hudson was the same for many years. Like it's just go because because then yeah some are shit and some some you don't know one sees and like but but the point is like you're busy you're in you're in that rhythm mm. and you're getting better like you're getting experience you're being on set you're working I think some people get really caught up in this like idea of perfection and it's actually very stifling and it's like just make work like mm. and also in a so a good example with Felix Felix was always in the stink office. Like he, he literally had a desk and he still is now to this day. He's <laughs> outside out of mind sometimes with that. Exactly. Like, and that's why I think it's not a coincidence that a lot of treatment writers or like in-house people or production companies become directors because they're there and everyone likes them and everyone's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I love. And I think for obviously Felix is unbelievably talented as well. I'm not like in any way taking that, but all the sales team, they saw him, they knew him. Mm. He'd he'd be chatting, having a cup of tea and being like, oh, I've got this weird idea about like a rig. And and then, you know, and everyone gets excited. Everyone, I think in a commercial production company, they want to find new talent. They want to, you know, the sales guys want to be going to these like agency meetings and being like, this young guy we've got, he's a genius. Like everyone wants that narrative. Yeah. So it was just really being involved but a, a big thing I'd say too, and any production company that tells you otherwise, I would personally say is lying. You can't develop more than three directors a year because because you have to do everything with them. Like you, it, that's the whole point. It's a constant work. Mm. So that's why it took so long with Rising because we, we had to work a lot. And then we signed some who were a bit busier already, like Matilda, like she was already different. But if you're like launching someone from from really nothing... It's full time. Like that's why we're both so close with the directors we work with because it was yeah, it was really fun with Felix. It was an exciting time. Like he's such a he's in a way he's a great collaborator because he's you know he would like call you and have this mad idea for something, and Stink Katie's totally right. We're really listening, and there'd be scripts that came in for you know main roster directors that were perhaps not the budgets they should have been, and we were like we can do that, which was again a great thing about Stink. They were like you know they wouldn't want to do like a. 150k thing for someone we were like let's have a look we'd love to we'd love to see if we can we have somebody for that which was which was awesome so I think I don't know that's something that yeah I think and to be honest for me as well when I came to stink I hadn't really done any commercials or that I can't perhaps not any so I was also kind of growing with directors too it was great we were like figuring out how to you know how the commercial world ran like the head of production Andrew was so helpful at like guiding us and if we needed to come into a meeting like you know just being like a a, having a stink EP there with us is it just looks great you know it's suddenly we can actually like sell in our directors Mm. and you also have the power of like stink behind you which was was cool I think it's so important when you were saying about like just creating work Mm. because I feel like we've spoke to a lot a lot of directors and they get because I was like that I was at Partizan and I was in their office and <laughs> literally I could see the rep and the MD and script came in and it was like, Oh, it's for it's Aussie. And I would say yes to pretty much everything. Cause I just wanted to make and make and make. And there's a sometimes uh, a thing with directors I spoke to recently where they don't want to do that. Cause then they feel like they get sent. They're like, well, I don't want to be seen as that guy. I don't want to be seen as this 
director and da 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 da. Don't post it on Instagram then. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't have to, mm. you know. It's like agencies. Like, you're going to see a filtered selection of work, the work mm. that they want to show. Yeah. Like, you got to stay busy. you got to keep the lights yeah. going. And but, it depends where you are in your career, for sure. But I... I also think it's important to balance that with like passion projects that are you. Do you know, I, I agree. Yeah. Like if you're doing like content, whatever things that you think aren't you, obviously you don't want to do that all year. And then you're like, I haven't created anything, but at the same time you should be like looking for something. It's like, Oh, my friend's band or like mm. some, something, even if it's no, you have to keep a balance because yeah, oh, A, for your insanity, and B, that is how you get onto those really juicy scripts. Because mm. you don't want to be seen as like, I don't know, like the run and gun doco guy if really you're a narrative man, you know, or woman. So, it, but I just think work, like just work, and, and then like nothing comes of nothing. Yeah, I, I guess where you guys are at now, how, how do you kind of like pick the projects you work on? Are you quite picky? Oh, we actually have the pillars of Mr. Mr., so it's a great yeah. question, Craig, um, <laughs> which we always kind of forget. But we have, I think, four pillars. So there's money, obviously, if it's like a money job, that's that's nice. Uh, if it's like creatively inspiring, if it's like a, maybe it's not a big budget, but the creative's awesome. Um, if it's like a relationship thing, so perhaps we really get on with the director or even I don't, even like I don't know, the agent, an agency sends it to us and we really like this person there. Could be kind of the relationship one, could be many things. And then the third, fourth factors, funsies. Oh yeah, funsies, <laughs> funsies, which is literally as it sounds. Like, Do we it get be a to go on holiday? <laughs> will it be a lovely adventure where perhaps we can both go on it and have a lovely cool. time, which is crucial. So hopefully, you know, the project should hit a few, a few of these pillars. But sometimes it is just, you know, we had one this year where it was like it's really just one of them, a money yeah. one. But you'd hope it hits at least two. Yeah, two or three. Two or three. Um, and if it's all four, then yeah, it's fantastic. Then lovely stuff. That's good. I like that. Four pillars. But it's almost like ethos then, isn't it, right? If you do that, then it's worth doing. Yeah. 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 And, you know, them ones that pay pay for your lunch bonus as well. Exactly. (laughs) But then I guess from from the Stink Rising, what then made you guys go like, you know what, let's do our own thing. Let's Mm. stop doing this and go on our own path. Of freedom. Because <laughs> yeah, you guys, it sounds like you guys had it really good there, you know. We did, we did but have it good. I think uh, running a new talent department, it's basically a two-year cycle because you get them in, they grow up, they graduate, basically. So we'd, we'd essentially achieved like cycle one of rising. And it was something I was really aware of. I remember talking to Blake and Daniel about it a lot. And I was like, we're going to have to enter cycle two. Like we're going to have to do it all again. Like we're going to have to do the no budget videos again. Like you have, that's the whole point. It's like never ending. And I'd also, I'd done it at Agile before I did it at Stink. And it just, the idea of doing it again was just like, <laughs> kill me. Because <laughs> I guess you guys want to grow as well. Exactly. Right. So I guess if you're keeping in that, right. All right. See you later, guys. Mm, you know, exactly. they're throwing the hats in the air. And exactly. Right, who's next? Who's, who's exactly. the next school kids yeah. come through and develop yeah. them? But then I guess you've got to think about yourselves. It was exactly that, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it was it was so nice. And we did do some of the commercial projects with those directors at Rising, but then the line became a little bit blurred because Rising was, well, Rising was called Rising, but it it was like for new talent, like nurture it, a place to nurture new talent and do maybe lower budget stuff. But then obviously everyone kind of graduated and did, and we kind of wanted to do that too. It was exciting seeing these really yeah. cool scripts come in. 
but then being like well actually that's good if we do that with Felix then we really can't do any mm. of these other things because it's going to take mm. up all this time it just became and, yeah, yeah and suddenly it was like the interest of the department and like for the company this is really clearly I think we were both like this is the best thing we should do it again mm. like we should start the cycle again it's worked so well let's do it again but then for us personally we were just like I can't do it again mm. like yeah. I don't want to do a five gram video again yeah drive yeah. around yeah. At how long was that period that? then the rising period for you it was three years for me it was two, two. I guess. Okay. but it was kind of like yeah two like it was formally two years but it took a year of prep literally mm. university <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah literally yeah that's true but, but I think it has because I think that's where companies get stale with their new talent and that they do it it works for it that's why you see like you know the MVA for like best production company people go in waves I think like you know you'll have like the some such years and then you'll have like the old pulser on top or whatever and again it's because actually it's like the cohort to you know it's like that mm age and you if, if you want to be on top for like a long amount of time you just have to keep finding new people and it's it's exhausting and like yeah so it just didn't it, it just didn't feel like the right thing for us anymore exactly and then that coupled strangely with the beginning of the pandemic because I think just sticks such a busy place and it's such a fun office to be in you kind of you like you know you blink and it's been another three months of just kind of constantly doing stuff and obviously the pandemic everyone they were at home and I was just talking to Katie all the time, basically. And it was kind of just this idea that we were like, you know, actually, we're do- it's really just us. Obviously, it's Stink and we mm. it's, it is, Stink was the company and supported by Stink. But we were just, it was like our little thing. So we were like, we should just do this for real and make it our thing. So it must then, have been scary. Uh, Katie convinced me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she had no fear in it. Uh, contractually, I didn't, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, I just, like... Kind of, but it's a freelance industry, isn't it? It's mm. like, we'll be okay. Like, there'll be freelance. Although, at the pandemic, it was a bit scarier because yeah. it was like, there was a maybe moment. there won't be work, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. There was a moment where we just kind of, because we got an office quite quickly, I suppose. But we were kind of just working, or whatever, we were at home for the pandemic, of course. And then there was a moment where we were just kind of like, what will we do? And then the first, the first job we did was for Rogue for a Sam Smith video. Not Sam Smith video. Celeste. Celeste video. Um, Not a bad first one. It was like a little thing, but it was, uh, we were like, we'll just do anything. We have to do one thing to just to start, you know, as yeah. Mr. Mr. It was like, oh God. <laughs> I guess but, um, we, we were confident that we knew directors who would be working yeah. so we could produce for them. Like that, that was the like, you know, like that was the, the gamble, I guess we took that the directors we knew yeah. would, would work, which, which paid off. Yeah. And reach out to you guys, be like, I want you to, to produce it either yeah. as just individuals or is it because because then you do because you produce things as a production company yourselves with freelance directors yes but never as individuals you'll never right. have something like produced by katie lambert or produced by martha we just it would always be name. produced by mr mr mm. um but obviously the production companies objects animal or stink or yeah, yeah 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 um but, but yeah. it's cool that you're able to do that with production companies and without you know it's quite it feels like a hybrid mm. at the moment it that's took it took a minute to explain to some people. I guess to people who didn't know us before, like with Stink, they were like, you know, that's fine. Yeah, not worried. But I think perhaps I think the a key thing to maybe the success of Mister Mister of to being able to do that is not having a roster because it doesn't look. You know, we're not trying to poach anyone. But I think perhaps if we did have a roster, people wouldn't be so keen to be like, yeah, of course you yeah. can come and yeah. well, produce for our directors. We'd be a this. competitor. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. We're just not a competitor to like any. That doesn't, it's just not how it works. Like mm. we're kind, like we're sometimes act as a service company, but 
again, we're never on a bid. We're never bidding against Iconoclast yeah. or any, you know, so it's just that I think that's how it's it's worked. And I think when, you, I guess when you sign in, you know, because Craig, Craig runs a production company, Dadbod, and the the difficult thing is, I guess, is like then when it becomes a roster, then you then it's it's a you have to take care of these people exactly. in a way. You know, directors can need that babysitting sometimes. Well, yeah, yeah, we've already done that. I think we were like we don't want to be that, beholden. That's what I mean. So people. if you become that, then it's it is it does become a little bit different and becomes you as producers becomes more business. So that's, I guess that's what you you kind of battle with sometimes, Craig. Is that kind of balance. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <laughs> we speak about it a lot. I think that's it's interesting that you guys have uh, have come around, you know, come through it that way of like having it as a bit mm. of a shop window. Mm. Especially when I feel like it's the landscape's changing so much nice. since mm. the pandemic. I feel like because I've only been freelance this year, and I just feel like there's this. Sh- I didn't even know there was so many freelance directors, and I just felt this shift in free range of work. I mean, I understand that I love the model of production companies and having a family, and I love that. But there is this, it, I got opened to this door of freelance directors. I was like, whoa, this is bigger than I thought. And it seems to be growing a bit more. Like what is, would you ever, would you ever start doing that? Like have your directors or, or do you see the landscape being fr- freelance is a, is a, to, a good way for directors or a good thing for directors? To be honest, I think for us, the Mr. Mr. was also like a vehicle, like quite, to do whatever we we felt like. So if we do want to, like last year, Katie wrote a short and we went away for the all of December to Nashville to shoot it. So obviously we couldn't do that if we had, really Mr. Mr. just like what we feel like doing. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of a simplistic thing to say, but it really is that. So if we want to take some time off and like focus on doing something else or like Katie's writing a feature as well, which is super exciting. And we just were able to be flexible with our time and with, you know, with projects and things. And I think that's, which obviously just you can't you couldn't do that if you had a I, roster. I think if you're a Ross a production company with a roster, you owe something to your directors and like you should. I completely agree with that. Like mm. if you sign a director, you it should you do owe them like your time and work and all those things. And I think directors deserve that and like that's the deal you make. But it's just not something we wanted to do anymore. And again, we've done it like so much. I I did it for like eight years. Like, like a really long time. And it just it just didn't suit us anymore because it's like, mm. you know, so we would know, ne- I don't think we'd ever have a roster. Mm. We, we've talked about it. We talk about it every now and again because we mm. see people come up mm. or like someone will be like, oh, mm. do you know any good new talent? Yeah, yeah. Like, because sometimes, you know, people we've worked with then will, might get lifted or approached because yeah. because they're like unwrapped. Uh, mm. But it's fine. It's just like, that's the that's the deal. It's just the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah. You guys are quite good to go get advice from, I always think. Because <laughs> you've both been in the game, you know, a long time and, and been you know, and in that position where you're repping people, you know, experience is quite valuable <laughs> for you too. But we're often drunk, so. We're often drunk, that's the thing. <laughs> can be tardy. Yeah. <laughs> Martha can't be on time. That's an hour late for this. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, we had, yeah, Stink was, it was great. It was just, it's just, yes, completely different to what we're doing now. But um, I agree, like, when we, you know, we have talked about it, it is like nice feeling part of a, a family and growing something, but that is just, it's just what we, we're doing now, but just for ourselves, I suppose, on yeah. like a smaller scale. But it's amazing that you can now, Katie, direct your own things and just be like, well, I can just put it on my own insurance and yeah. work it out myself <laughs> rather than... Exactly. You know, you know, and how's that How's that been? Uh, it's great. It's not... It's weird because when I was EPing, 
I was asked a lot of times because I think I was always quite like forthcoming <laughs> with my like creative. You don't say. Very, <laughs> which is important for a producer to be like that. Oh, I, yeah. I think personally, Incre- you want someone to balance off. And if you're a creative person, then yeah. Nice. But I love doing that. I love helping people, and I really do love producing, and I like collaborating in that way. So when I was EPing, and people would be like, "Do you want to be a director?" I'd really be like, "No." Like it really. Do I, I found I was like actually a really sore point because I was like, "No, like I'm helping you. I'm built, and I, and I think it suits me because it's you know like an idea that Felix has is an idea I would ever have. Like I'm just helping him make his idea better, and it's really a fine line and not you know obviously something I've struggled with. It's not always perfect, but um, and then because I wrote this film, and then the idea came up that I might direct the film. So then I needed a reel, basically. So mm. it was like, shit, I guess we're going to have to do a film. Like, right. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to go to Nashville. Like a, yeah. Shit, I've got to make something so I can get this other thing. Yeah, exactly. it, was, it wasn't this like grand plan. It wasn't like... It was in LA. Okay, which, what else yeah. you got? Come on, we need something else to get this other thing. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, and then did this suede uh, short film, which again just kind of came up. So I think I'm open to it when things come up and if they're good and I'm much more interested in narrative... Like, it's fun. It's a fun day if you direct something, I think. Like, I enjoy it. Mm. So, again, if something comes up, I'm like, mm. nothing better's on. But, like, I'll do it. But but I'm not like, yeah, like Come on, I babe. guess I could. Also, because like, it came from working with, I guess, uh, some, well, who approached us? Well, Louise Latimer approached you about the self-esteem videos. So, so the artist, about artists directing their own videos. And I think it, that was the kind of another helpful crossover. For sure. Of being yes. like, well... Again, that the idea was theirs, and you're kind of helping execute it, <laughs> helping execute yeah. it yeah, like a commercial would be. Exactly. Know, like exactly. Creative. exactly. If they don't know how to do it, then yeah. you're there to yeah. yeah. And on the day, really being the voice of you know that person, yeah, which we, is fun. we we do a lot of that, and it's actually something I'd really like to do more of, like because it's really fun. You're just working really closely with the artist, mm. and you're making their idea happen. Yeah. It's not like when you pitch an idea and you're like, "This is my idea." It's not. It's theirs. But it's really fun. And we almost got like a really big American one like that this year, which just kind of fell apart at the last minute. But it's quite cool to be approached. I'd quite like us to be known as that company who do the director artist videos. Um, Yeah, it's like an interesting area. Sure. I mean, I think the first person I... Trying to think who I realized you were doing it. I mean, Twigs, I feel like, was doing it. FK Twigs. Mm. And then obviously getting... She got kind of signed off the back of it and stuff. But that's the quite... I think that's a really cool concept. Yeah, and different, different artists have different levels of involvement you know it depends on the person like I think some artists say they direct they don't do anything yeah. some say they direct and they really do so mm-hmm. it's, it's a like it, yeah. it's a judgment but it's it's I like it I think it's really fun sick yeah Martha so when's your director uh, debut oh no 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> not for me it's not for me I'm very happy doing doing this Katie might be busy though and then an artist might come and be like Katie's very good at multitasking yeah. she's just juggling <laughs> she's just juggling it's insufferable I think your time will come Martha do you reckon yeah I'm actually writing my memoirs at the moment oh right so, okay yeah. more of a novelist <laughs> yeah. I'm just aware I'm being very quiet it's just because I'm Really enjoying listening to what you guys are saying. Quite nice. Taking notes. Craig's exhausted. Just like sit back from the mic and just yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I, can, I don't know how long we've been. I could get in for hours. Seven minutes. Oh, I turned the heating good. on. That's that boiling. Should we turn it off? I feel like I, I felt that was a lot shorter. I mean, we've gone through all our questions actually. Oh, really? Great. Because basically, we do like thirty to forty minutes is our yeah. thing. Perfect. But. 
I don't know. We always, a... I mean, it'd be, it'd be quite, I mean, you know, you guys are all about, you know, well, not you're not all about, but, you know, you've, you've had like a heavy involvement of bringing up new talent. What would you say to, um, you know, some young upcoming directors slash producers? What would be your advice to those guys? I think it's, we touched on that earlier maybe, but just like doing everything. I think if you're a producer, you know, you should just do as much as possible. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of how we... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think, yeah, no matter what the, just, yeah, be making, we actually just did this video. We did one of the wet leg videos, which was like a, a low budget thing and or quite low budget thing. And everyone there, all the crew was like having such a lovely time. We hadn't, we didn't really know any of them. It was like a younger crowd. Suddenly I felt really old being on set. I had to drive the, what's it called? The RV camper van because nobody was old enough. And you had to only be 25 <laughs> to drive it. And I was looking around being like, everyone here is a child. But they, as they were just so excited about making something, which was like so, it was like a pleasure to be on set with them. And I kind of like, it just reminded me how much fun it was when we started like really just finding your pal who was good at styling, like calling in that favor because that person's got a cool, you know, bicycle that's a fun color. Let's have that in it. I don't know. It sounds kind of silly, but yeah, it is just about doing it as much as possible and like learning how to, you know, for producing it's like all oh, the little boring, the well, the boring but very important, like budgeting things is like essential. And yeah, just working as much as possible, I guess, to like hone your craft. I would say as well, like we've touched on it, but not explicitly, like find your people. Yeah. Like find, like I, we met like a young, I met a young director the other day who was running and I was like, you should find like a young DP. Like you should ask the camera assistants on set. Like, I bet you they all are like find, I think if you're starting out, I don't think it's good to like try and book people who are you know like signed to Lux or it's like no like find someone who you love working with mm. who you think is talented and you respect their work but like grow together this like don't don't try and reach like for this you know oh we, we spent all this money on this DP and it's so worth it because they got all this shit it's like no no like just like have freedom and like find your people it's interesting you know I had Ben and Tom and you had Saw and Ali and Nick mm. and Bryony Bryony. No, never forgetting Bryony. Never get Bryony. But um, but do you know what I mean? Like it's making stuff together as a team, and like, and I think that's the best way to learn. And I th and it's part of the like working a lot because if you're just aspiring to like get the one perfect project and then the one perfect production mm. designer, it's like no, just just like mm. yeah, find a crowd and, and try. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah, Creating that sense true. of community. Yeah, yeah. massively. It's nice to grow together as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, other relationships will just fall into place naturally from then on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, when you get the big commercial, you know, you can ditch that young DP. <laughs> 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 you could drop them so fast. <laughs> exactly. When you have real yeah, money, yeah. drop them. But there's no, <laughs> no point wasting yeah. your money on them now. <laughs> oh, well. That's, no, That's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much. I want to keep going. What else do you have to say? Well, we're just going to talk to each other like the rest, like every other <laughs> Can day. Can we keep these? We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave the microphones. We'll, we'll leave. Yes. Just send us the things. Send <laughs> you the five-hour The clip. ramblings of a mad yeah, yeah. woman. Just bitching about us too. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, yeah, thank you. Over nice and out. Yeah. <laughs> Over and out. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, thank so you. Fun. Oh, oh that's so sweaty. Maybe oh, that was so good. Yeah.